0: A little nervous i said hold on we bringing pastor dominique on here tonight let's see what, what's gonna happen <laughs> my audience, be a, my audience be a little ratchet my audience be a little ratchet sometimes hey i like a little
1: ratchet <laughs> i like a little ratchet a little
0: bit all right this cool this is a judgment-free zone guys so be authentic for yourself i ain't judging nobody that's it all right well i ain't nervous no more all right so pastor dominique happy wednesday welcome to wednesday over here on Wednesdays, we call it Wednesday, W-I-N-S, because we we monitor and we we connect with women that are winning in their particular industries. So, Pastor Dominique, you are winning in your industry, which is ministry. So, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what your business is.
1: All right. So, my name is Dominique Washington. I am the lead pastor at How You Out Outreach Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I am a campus pastor at Hosanna Christian Academy, but I also own a Christian graphic tea line called Royal T-Shirts. So uh, I do a little bit of everything. I'm not as young as I look, probably not as old either, depending on who's watching, right? But I'm just excited that you invited me, so thank you. Thank you for thinking about me on Wednesdays.
0: Of course, of course, of course. And I think that it's something that everybody needs to hear because a lot of times we, we think about pastors and we hold them up here, right? And y'all are down to earth. Like I know my pastor is down to earth. I could call him. I could tell him, look, I'm about to cry. I'm about to break down. Oh, I'm having a great day. Can you just pray for my family? I pray for those around me. I pray for people that are connecting to me, making sure that it's genuine or whatever it is that I need to call him and ask him about. And he's always transparent with me. I'm a product of new home. Samuel Blakes or whatever I don't know if you know. Oh about Bishop him. Blakes. Bishop Blake? Yes that's my it. I love him. <laughs> so yeah um so that's good I think that we want to talk about like how did you even get into ministry I know I heard your story a little bit at the um uh, at the event when I was being honored for um I am my sister's keeper the event that key put on but we didn't get to like mingle and really meet so right. definitely want to hear how you got into ministry.
1: So honestly, I was born into servanthood, I would say before ministry, mm-hmm. because to me, I know I tell people all the time, don't put me on your pedestal because I am going to fall off because I was not meant to be at what everybody thinks it is. Whether you are successful in ministry or successful in your line of of whatever your line of work is. When you have success, people think that you cannot fail. But the way you got successful is by failing. Then, of course, the Bible tells us that we all going to fall short. So I may fall short sometimes. So I'm a human. I put on my pants one leg at a time just like everybody else. I just got a little extra extra Jesus, but an extra (laughs) responsibility that comes with it, okay? So I got my, my started ministry actually... I was born into it my parents were youth directors when i was growing up and they were working in the church and we worked in church together voluntarily or involuntarily probably <laughs> mostly involuntarily because i just saw my mom on. we only had one car okay we had one car and i came up from the church where when we go everybody everybody goes go.
0: yes. nobody me too, me stays too. <laughs> in the house
1: right well, no last key we all give in this call, okay so we all went to church together we all did ministry together and then it just became a normal thing in my family i grew up in my family where somebody was in need my daddy would move them into the house so that's where it started at. but i actually started when we when we started our own church in 1999. I was about 14 years old. And um, I just started helping and serving my parents. I preached my first sermon at 16 and I've been going ever since. So this is just who I am. And it's what I've been called to do. Nobody makes me do it. I wanted to do it. Actually, my daddy took his time ordaining me because he was afraid for me to step up to to ministry and being a female in it because he knew the hardship that came behind it. But eventually he obeyed God.
0: <laughs> so, alright, question. So, since you mentioned it, if you if you okay. don't mind giving some examples I, of like hardships that female um ministers or preachers endure, like going through this.
1: It's honestly it's about the same hardships that you may endure on any secular job mm-hmm. as the woman, especially depending on the background. Old school church, you know, a a lot of times, not to knock anybody, but traditionally speaking, the woman didn't talk as much. You didn't speak up as much. You had women's day, right? You Mm -hmm. had your seat. Mm -hmm. You was a deaconess. You had your place, but not really many women pastors. But I was fortunate enough when I was growing up, the church I grew up in, my pastor was always a woman. So... I didn't uh, because I worked with my parents and we all went together. I saw sometimes her having to be- break some boundaries of a woman preacher, mm-hmm. but it's the same boundaries that you would have um, if you were anywhere else. You know, women are meant to be seen, not heard, right? Mm-hmm. But then, when you grow up and you learn a lot more and you can read a lot more, you understand that it was a woman that went to tell the disciples that Jesus was risen. It yes. took us.
0: Come on, it was
1: a woman that birthed the Savior. So uh, we started this whole thing off. Okay,
0: <laughs> we so, are the strength. Okay,
1: <laughs> we are the strength. They're like I'm okay,
0: that's in the background, but we coming more to the forefront these days. So definitely. yes, but
1: in the Bible, there are way more women that people actually talk
0: about. Mm-hmm. They have women that were the first. George judges
1: and and deborah was one of the first judges so there are so many women old testament and new testament that get looked over because we talk about the same ones and so um women been doing it and we are needed and we have to know that we are needed not just in the secular industry but also in the Christian industry and yeah. in the standards for this world, we need more women to stand up and say, "This is the standard. This is who I am. I have my voice, and I can be classy as well. I got, I got shades to this. Some shades to this, right?" <laughs>
0: Y'all hear that, right? Y'all hear that, right? So, what she's saying is you can be yourself. Because I think a lot of women shy away from it. Or, like, a lot of women get into ministry once they get older and start to get settled. Now, it's like, okay, I need to find something to do in the church. I need to get in the choir. or I need to get on the youth ministry. Or I need to get on the deacon board or whatever it is when later. After they finish having all their fun. But... A lot of younger people are into the word. Like, I see a, young, a lot of young people praying. I see a lot of young people sharing affirmations and prayers and going to church and bringing their kids to church. How we were brought up. Um, right. You know, more of people my age. I don't know what age range you in, but you said around 14, I'll be nine, 37. Nine. I'll oh, be you, 37.
1: You're not far from me. Number. You're
0: like four or five mm-hmm. years. No, three or four years older than me because I'll be 34. So, yeah. You yeah, know. and I think, too, there are
1: so many... I see so many blogs and so many Facebook and Instagram posts about why millennials don't go to church and I think us that do we need to stand up more and say why we do go Mm -hmm. right because you see so much negative stuff that will make you believe that people in our age are not going after Christ and trying to live right and do right and make good decisions and you you know you hear so much of that you think it's true but it's not true for everybody right? right there are people out there who are really striving not for not to be perfectionate but to be perfected meaning i'm working to be better each and every day and if i fall short you may see me fall short but you're gonna see me get back up and it's because of god that i do this and i think we just need to say that more and not be afraid to say it
0: i agree if y'all agree drop some fire in the comments drop some amens in the comments let us know (laughs) that y'all agree with us but definitely i agree and and each and every day you should strive to get one percent better i think a lot of people are trying to go from zero to a hundred And that's not the pace that you need to be going at. You need to just strive to get 1% better. And I say it so often, a lot of times, um, every day I wake up at zero. No matter what happened yesterday, no matter what's going to happen tomorrow, I wake up at zero. I start at zero. I start to build myself up from zero. Yes, I don't feel like getting out of bed at 4 or 5.30 in the morning. But I'm going to start off my day with a prayer. I'm going to start off my day with meditation. I'm going to start off my day with fasting before I even turn to social media or any of these other vices that distract us. You know what I'm saying? And I think so many people that are our age just turn to, let me see what's going on. Uh, let me see what happened on the news. Uh, you see your parents turn on the news first thing in the morning before you even say, thank you, God, I'm awake. Uh, thank you, God. You know, you gave me an, another opportunity to give another to give me another day to do your will and your way. That's one of the things that I see every morning. And like when I make it back home, like, thank you, Lord, for help allowing me to make it back home because so many people don't make it back home. So many people don't know. None of us know our expiration date. So giving thanks and giving gratitude every single day is something that we need to do no matter what the age is, all the way down to our kids.
1: Right. And I think that's so true because just going back to what you said, there are so many people that think I got to do it real quick. And it sound good when Drake said it when they said in the song and go to zero to one hundred real quick. But the honesty of that, the quicker you accelerate, is the faster the impact of your crash. Right. Yes. So sometimes we just need to slow down and just appreciate every living moment. Because like you said, tomorrow is not promised. But every day is an opportunity to start over. They say grace and mercy are new every morning. So, you know what, God, forgive me for my last nights, but I thank you for my opening, opening my eyes. And like you said, you may not make it home tomorrow. So since tomorrow is not promised, we don't have, you know, old school. They could wait to say, I feel like they had so much time because they didn't have as many distractions. Technology didn't advance. You know, there was no social media that seems to accelerate our desires. Right. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what we want and what we think we support supposed to want, because Mm -hmm. we're a certain age. And that's what really, I believe causes that acceleration is because we see so much from from the times our eyes open, that it makes us think we're not doing enough. And then we start doing too much too fast and we not ready for it and we crash hard and nobody taught us that you're going to crash hard if you don't just slow down Like I know you're good at 50 things but let's (laughs) just pick one. Like I just had a conversation with this young teen I know she braids hair but she want to go from braiding hair to laying lace fronts to (laughs) to twisting locks and I say just pick one good thing right Right. because if you don't you're going to be doing so many things that you're not going to do everything well so find your strength and work from your strength And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're going to be a zero on your best day. Mm -hmm. You still got to figure out where I can grow so that you're always accelerating. And acceleration doesn't mean I start off with 10,000 followers. Because we're going to notice when you pay for them. Just FYI, we notice (laughs) it's got two likes. You got 20,000 followers and two likes. Something don't add up. The math ain't mathing, right? (laughs) The math ain't mathing. So we can see that so we can also see when you just need to slow down and focus so i think we need to do better at slowing down and focusing on our strengths and our weaknesses so we can be better because we don't get tomorrow so make the best of today
0: yes just relax y'all i think so so many times we're ready to put the pedal to the metal and hit that accelerator hit the switch and think that everything is going to be what our pastor called microwave success so overnight miracles that's going to happen but sometimes we got to go through the oven like, sometimes yeah. you just have to wait. Let it marinate overnight. You got to slow right. roast.
1: Let it slow roast. Yes. Put a little yes. marinate on cooker. it. Stop popping Let's... it. That's for somebody. Stop stop hurrying up with that garlic salt. greasing <laughs> that chicken up. Come on. Let it marinate. Put a little Italian dressing on that thing, right? Let it sit overnight a little bit, right? Yes. Y'all yes. want this. You know what? I think we move from microwave success to air fry success. Ooh. But, you know, everything don't cook well in the air fryer fast. It don't. And so we just got to accept the fact that it's okay to slow down and chill. Just chill. Just relax yes. a little bit. It's going to come when it needs to come. You're it's looking gonna come
0: at when that, that air fryer cookbook and it's telling you 10 minutes and you know we got to go at least 40. <laughs>
1: at least 40. Because I tried that air-fried t- potato. That 10 minutes was a lie. It's a lie. You need at least a strong hour. A strong hour. <laughs>
0: You gotta wait for it. You gotta wait for it. Another one is a thief of the, the comparison. Comparison is the thief of all joy. You know that people like to look at, like you said, looking at social media. And I saw a post the other day that said, social media destroy reality. And I think it's so true because most of the time we see things that people post and it's highlights, right? People not showing their, their fumbles or the, the mess-ups or the L's that they take taking all the time. Sometimes people get in their feelings and they start to show, oh, this is going on in my life. Or somebody pushes them over. You know, it might be the feather. I always say, now this is a little joke I say when we get getting on the elevator and it's too many people. I'm like, I'm not going to be the feather. Y'all go ahead. I'll catch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the feather. I'm not getting on there. I'm not going to be the person that ruins somebody there or, or make us get stuck on the elevator because... Everybody's jumping on this one, or everybody jumping on that bandwagon. You know, I'm trying to give you a visual. Everybody jumping on that bandwagon, I'll just weep because that right. that bandwagon or that cart is gonna crash real fast because everybody jumping on that one. And so All I right. think that. Yes, it destroys what reality is. People not even living in the moment. You go out to a a birthday dinner, everybody in their phone. You go out to a party, everybody in their phone. Like, there's a photographer there. Let the photographer do their job, take your pictures, and you enjoy the night. Put your phone down. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Once I started putting my phone on Do Not Disturb, I got to (laughs) remind myself to take it off. (laughs) Because yeah, I go back to my best phone. Life. I have so many missed calls, missed messages, and I'm like, oh, I ain't know y'all God, I'm going to do not deserve it. I'm, I'm in my own world. I'm in the moment. I'm in yeah. the moment. And like- I think,
1: too, it's not just that social media is what breeds the discontentment. It's what we think. Us comparing ourselves, our mental health. And we get to talk about mental health, and I just want to let y'all know, everybody posting about the a therapists ain't going because we should see some change, okay? Mm -hmm. You got to use the tools that they give you. Mm. But anybody at their best space, once you start to see what you see and then what you take in is what breeds their discontentment. And comparison breeds discontentment. I've been hearing my mama say that all life Mm -hmm. because somebody's going to always be better at it. They're going to have more money. They're going to have more of this. And I think social media just causes us to be more discontent quicker Mm -hmm. because we see, like you said, highlight reels. But we also have to be careful with thinking that my um, my bad times make me human. Because I see that a lot, especially with people in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Us as believers. Well, I just want to post people and show people that I'm real. No, that's fake too. That's, that's, <laughs> oh. that's, that's, that's fake success, right? Y'all that's fake are, humanity. Yeah, that's fake thing. Be, yeah because... If you're really, truly alpha guy, you don't really feel good when somebody is seen you be toe up and you you off the wagon and you you cursing everybody out and that's not your normal character. Right. We say that to make ourselves feel better and hopes that somebody is going to accept our flaw. Mm-hmm. But really and truly, if you're honest with yourself, when the, when you when you turn off your phone, when everybody gone, you crying because you messed up. Yep. So your mess up doesn't have, you don't have anything to prove. And I think so much, whether it's success or whether it's failure, we want to prove something to people who don't matter so bad, so bad. And because we want to prove something to them so bad, most of the time, we're trying to disprove who they really saw. mm the proof is, I'm trying to disprove who you saw. You saw me at my weak point. I'm trying to disprove the fact that you saw to me prove and I that I'm still strong
0: people. now. I got to prove yeah, that. Yeah, so now I'm, I got I'm the strong. I'm really
1: human. Like Everybody human God <laughs> know my heart. He do, and it's dirty, and he want to clean it, <laughs> right? Like, and so we go off stuff, and we just want to because we trying to disprove what people really saw. But there is nothing to prove a disprove to anybody but yourself. And like you said, sometimes we just need to put it on do not disturb our phones, our distractions do not disturb and we need to sit with our own stuff and we need to start through it so that we can be better in real life
0: yes yes sometimes you need to disconnect to connect with yourself and i think we we started touching on it in the beginning but i think as women we get lost into so many other titles that we hold like mother wife daughter sister whatever you know um teacher whoever you whatever your profession is your career is you get wrapped up in all of that and you lose you And you never really figure out who you are, and that's when midlife crisis comes. That's when anxiety comes in, and you never knew you had anxiety. So many people are suffering with anxiety and mental health issues now than ever before. And it's because they were forced to sit inside and figure out who they are.
1: Right. They They were forced forced to to sit sit inside and
0: deal with their relationship. Or sit inside with their kids and figure out who those kids are. Figure out who their husband is. Figure out who their wife is. Figure out whoever you're dating is, because you're stuck inside now. It's nowhere to go. It's no other vice. You can't go to work. You're working from home. You now you're a teacher. Now you got to do all these other things. Your parents might be getting older, and now you got to help them do certain stuff. And you're not used to that. So now you got to figure out, damn, what makes me happy. Who am right. I? Right, and that's
1: true. And who am I? And I was I was counseling a young girl. And her mom passed. And she said, my mama left me with a stranger. She was talking about her daddy. He was always at work. He was always gone. And I feel like I I, I don't know him. Mm -hmm. And I know that he doesn't know me. And there are so many times we look up in our life, especially with this pandemic, Mm -hmm. and we realize I'm a stranger to myself. Because I've had to wear so many hats. When the hats are gone, who am I?
0: Exactly. When When your children grow up and go. When my children grow up,
1: when I don't have the job, when I gotta retire, when the person's sick, or if they die, and then you can go through this thing. But what I want to encourage somebody to know is that it's not too late to find you. And I think what happens to people is they feel like they lost too much time to figure out who they are. And Mm -hmm. it's never too late. Mm -hmm. It's never too late to find you what you like and dislike, see, because it changes over time. I remember going to college. And um, I came home from college my first break, and um, they cooked red beans. And I was like, oh, I don't eat that. My dad is saying, when you don't eat that? <laughs> well, when I got to decide what to choose, because at your house, we what you cook is what we ate. Right. But when I got to choose for myself, I realized my palate changed. I mm-hmm. realized that does. when I left from home, that there were some things that I realized by myself that I no longer desired. And I had to realize that there was okay for my palate to change. Mm-hmm. And there is an issue if your palate hasn't changed, that means you have not tried enough foods. Cause with you a baby, haven't you haven't grown enough. You haven't experienced enough. Because it's more to life than chicken. Right? <laughs> I try to tell my grandmother that and she said it's just not true. So I, but that right? But if you don't experience it, we'll say we don't like it, but we really don't like it because we haven't experienced haven't it. We haven't it. tried it. And we're not willing to be vulnerable enough in the midst of other people to say, I've never experienced that before and and we go off and we look for stuff and we hoping that somebody else can tell us how it tastes but there's nothing like tasting it for yourself like tasting forgiveness for yourself not because my mama made me forgive and Mm -hmm. say I'm sorry but for me to truly really be sorry and really forgive somebody and really love somebody right but we don't want to admit that we're flawed and we we are. We don't have everything we need. We don't know everything that we should know. We're all learning, and we're all coming into truth. And even that is scripture.
0: I hope y'all catching it because she giving it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so true, man. It's so true all the time. I tell people just try for yourself. Like my kids eat way different. I I just was writing to pick to pick the kids up from school today, and I was like. We don't even cook like how our parents used to cook. We, we A lot of us are vegans. A lot of us try to at least stop eating meat here and there or either for a certain amount of time, not just Lent or whatever. But a lot of us try to like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to eat this. And then when it come around holiday time, you either backsliding into whatever your family <laughs> cook. Or you either, I'm I'm not going to eat nothing when I go over there. I'm going to still go and fellowship with my family and all that. But I'm not eating none of that stuff because I know they cook with pork and they cook with this and they cook with that. And I'm trying to do a whole nother diet. And it is okay for your palate to change. It's, it's okay for your appetite to get bigger, smaller, whatever it is that you desire. And that's the thing that people don't know. People still go off of, well, this is how my mama raised me. Okay, so your mama raised you. To be this type of person. That mean you should have these qualities. That don't mean you have to actually agree with every single thing that your mom and your daddy say. Because a lot of times I'm telling my mom and them, no, I don't do that. We got to re- unlearn to relearn. Let me teach y'all what I learned though, the way that I learned. They think about our kids. They are growing up learning a whole different curriculum of, of how to get two and two plus, plus two plus two equal four. It's right. a whole different way. They got to go all the way around the board. Explain. It's that new math,
1: man. They go around the corner, down the street, hit the block, take a flight, then get on the yacht. <laughs> then they get to the Then they got way. to
0: tell you it's But and But, and but like... you also
1: learn that there's more than one way to get to success. Boom, and it. I think we have to find the healthy balance between the foundation that was set before us and all of the knowledge that we have now. Mm-hmm. And when you found that foundation, everything that our parents instilled to us wasn't wrong. But there were some things that we could take away and say that this could have been better. Yes. Right, and when you know better, the hope is that you're going to apply better, so that you do better. Mm-hmm. So all of it isn't wrong. Take for instance the gentle parenting. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have to learn your kids to know which form of gentle is going to work for them. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying beat them to death because you know sometimes <laughs> some of them whoopers will fall, right? <laughs> but but it, it, yeah, you know, not.
0: I ain't never. I was scared of a belt. You <laughs> hear me? Getting no I well, got a whooping up too. I got. I probably got like two. But I probably weird. got whippings for crazy stuff like, oh you lost your earrings, or oh, you lost it. <laughs> my, my mama is right. a girly girl. Okay, so if you lose something, else, if she see if she see me right now without earrings on, she will go. Crazy. No earrings on. <laughs> It's the reason I got a
1: whole face, because I know my mom was going to come over here. She'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, you're supposed to wear makeup for that, right? (laughs) But there were some things that make you pause that you realize those were good things to be instilled, right? But there were some things that says, you know what? They worked too hard to get to that point. There is a better way, and I can choose the better way. But so many times, because we are not healed, we are trying to negate everything that our parents taught and all of it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. right? But because we're so broken, I ain't gonna beat my kids. Now you in the store, they hollering, they screaming, you embarrassed, mm-hmm. and gentle parenting don't work with him. You might be have to be a little stern. And you I'm not talking about eating, him, right? You might have to do hey hey Hey, you know, you might have to get that little, the I may not work for him, right? But you have to know it and learn it that what works, it should, may not work across the board. But right. I think we need a healthy balance between the foundation they gave us and the knowledge that we have now. And when we balance the two, I think we'll be in a better space. But our, there are so many people that I've seen trying to get rid of their foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why they're falling because... All of this new stuff was not meant to work alone. It was right. meant to work with what you already had Cohesively, going on. Yes. Merging the two and be cohesive. But because we're not healed from a lot of our childhood trauma, we're trying to do away with the things that broke us
0: instead of dealing with our brokenness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's good to, to get a community to rally around you as well. Because it's... As- Parents, I think that we need a, a, a village, too. We're always talking about the kids that need a village. Uh, it takes a village to raise kids and all of these things, but parents need a village, too. We need a safe space to talk to adults outside of kids, outside of your right. spouse, outside of your, quote-unquote, best friends. You need to talk to an adult that's in a healthy position to give you their outtake or to give you what they think. You know, okay, yeah, I agree with that. No, I don't agree with that. This is how I would have handled it. And then you can make your own decision on what you think. Yeah, but and be I, I mindful
1: that... Be mindful that they are also aware of your culture. Because we're not careful with this new one. Mm-hmm. We're not careful with this new mm-hmm. one, and we don't want to be honest about that. Um, I read this book, it was about the slave mentality, and we don't realize how we still culturally have some things that we think that because another culture said it and does it, it's a better way. Mm -hmm. So not only do they need to be balanced and they need to be healthy and they need to be a voice you believe, but they also need to understand your culture, not in a negative way, because just because it's from a different culture doesn't mean it's the right way. And it may not fit your house. So you can't just find a model. You got to find a model that's going to fit how you trying to dress. Come on, somebody. That's the word right there. That's
0: it. I hope they got their notebooks because they already know. When we do lives on Wednesdays, it's time to pull out your notebooks. It's time to write some stuff down. I don't know. You might drop some scriptures in here. You might get the preaching. We don't know what we're going to get tonight. But <laughs> y'all got to be ready when y'all come around me. Every Wednesday, we winning over here. It's always women that's winning in their industry. Shout out to Pastor Dominique. Make sure y'all click the link up here and follow her. If you're in the Baton Rouge area, be sure to visit her church. Okay? Yes, please. All right. So I want to I wanna shift a little bit and, and ask okay. you something fun. What is something that you're most excited about right now?
1: Most excited about right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me think. Most excited about right now is that on October the 12th, right, I like Jordan 1s, okay? Don't <laughs> judge me. So on the 12th, I just got the notification that the new 1s dropped. So I'm trying to get in the number because I want them they black and gray. I-, I want
0: them. So that's what made me excited because I got the notification in this very moment. Okay. <laughs> we got some shoe heads in the, in the comments, too. Some so sneaker heads. So Let me got know. Heads Send a, me y'all. i so just Put some ones in the comments. I'm a slide girl the- myself. I don't really care for tennis shoes. I just like to be relaxed. I'm, I'm always chilling. So I'm going to put some slides on real quick. Now, if I got to step on the stage, I'm going to put my heels on. But right immediately after, I want my slides. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I probably, you can catch me either way. Slides, heels, sneakers, it don't matter. As long as it's fresh, I'm a weed. I, I can catch.
0: <laughs> Just pick a day. You,
1: you can't, you can't try to, you can't put me in. You can't box me in. You can't box me in. <laughs> I like what I
0: like. I like what I like. I like what I like. When I like it. Somebody said, I'll take the tools. <laughs> mama,
1: mama, there are no tools. See, I can't do nothing with her. <laughs> don't embarrass me
0: like that. Mama don't want the one; she wants the two.
1: <laughs> mama not gonna even wear them if I buy them. Mama is a girly girl like your mama. She she don't, if they not sparkly or shiny, I can't get her feet into the shoes. They that's gotta be it. sparkly. They gotta be shiny, or she not wearing
0: it. That's it. That's it. All right. So tell us what you're reading right now. Are you reading any any books that we can you know you can recommend to us?
1: Okay, so I I just started illogical by Emmanuel Acho. And he has a great perspective on how setting goals can be our downfall. Mm. Um, and so, about. that, it, yeah, it's a really great book. He says so many times when we set a goal, it will cause us to more to not accomplish something than just having an intent about what we're going after. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good one, illogical. Um, I'm in school right now, so I'm always reading something about family and marriage and counseling and therapy. Hmm. Um but what in my leisure, of? I'm in, um masters in ministry leadership with a concentration in counseling. Ooh, I like yeah, so, I like so it. lastly, I've been reading all kind of counseling books. So I it's bad because I watch movies now and I love movies, y'all. Like I'm a movie <laughs> buff in real life, right? Yeah. The name of the book again is Illogical by Emmanuel Acho. Um he's the guy, he's the ex-football player uh that that did the um conversations with white people uh I can't think of it but he's yeah illogical so he uh he did a lot of conversations. they made him they made Oprah look at him so he has he has a new book um but get that one the spiritual emotionally healthy spirituality was my last one that listen i recommend that book to everybody because it's amazing emotionally healthy spirituality and it talks about how being a believer how god wanted us to pay attention to our emotional health too so he goes in and shows us how emotions are important to God. And for us, to, it's okay to have emotions and to deal with emotions. But if you're not um, healthy emotionally, then you are also not healthy as, as healthy as God wanted you to be because he included your emotions when he talked about you being a healthy person. So that's I, our, I recommend that to everybody.
0: Yeah. I agree because I think that your emotions, like you said earlier, feelings change. That's just like we were talking about... Um, when you're growing up in a two-parent household, then the kids leave, you don't know yourself and now you don't really even care for your spouse like that and you realize all these years is down the drain because y'all was really doing it for the kids. Now you're you empty nester and you don't even really like this man or you don't even really like this woman because you never... Emotionally, physically, spiritually, check yourself out. And so what it is that you like, who it is that you are, who it is that this person is that you're connected to. That's why it's so important to be evenly yoked. And they don't yeah. mean that just by looking at a person's looks, looking at a person's bank account, looking at what they bring to the table. They mean really seeing what they think like. Yeah. Well, how would they react in certain situations? How are they going to raise your children? Are y'all going to agree do you, do you believe in corporal punishment? Do you believe in public school or private school? Like, all of those things are part of being equally yoked. And that's not just in a, in a relationship. That goes into friendships. That goes into courtships. That goes into every ship that you hop on.
1: Right. <laughs> then I wonder, what's the conversation in these ships? Because... They don't have real so conversations. People, they able, don't be, can't be having real conversations. Don't act like you do not. Like, what y'all been doing on the <laughs> phone that you don't know if he go, that he do not go to church? Like, They'll what were y'all talking about in these months? What y'all was doing? Just FaceTime and Netflix and chill. Yeah. Doom, doom. And we didn't get past the intro. Whoop, that's, it. that's it. That's it. And then, so when we don't have these conversations, and I think, like you said, it's so important. And even too, when you're empty nesters to realize now that the children are gone, now, instead of just saying, I don't like this person, chances are you don't really know this person. Mm, and if you're getting to know you, y'all got to learn each other in a new way, right? And that's you're even with Think
0: about it. you growing. So now you should be in a different space. It. You're not even thinking about, okay, so I have this whole agenda with the kids. And then I have this whole agenda with after I get off work and what I should be doing. Now you don't have to cook these huge meals because you don't have the family no more. It's just you and your husband. Y'all should be at the level where y'all can go date mm-hmm Two or three times, and sometimes dads. they have to. We thinking about one date night now. Y'all should be dating even more because y'all have Five, time. Five, six, seven
1: times. Y'all, y'all ain't got to cook that. I'm but insane. even so, with your children too, because I don't have kids, but I have four nieces and one nephew. My mm-hmm. nephew is the oldest. He's uh, fourteen. He'll be fifteen. He just became a freshman. His first day of school. I was having a fit, right? <laughs> but even with them, I ask them new things. Like, do you still like the color red? Is that still your favorite color? Like, right. what's your favorite team? Do you angry. still? And it changes all the time. Like, my niece just had us buy everything Stitch. Lilo and Stitch was everything. She said, you know, TT, I've decided that I'm moving on to Rugrats. Okay? <laughs> we just bought a million Stitch things. But you know what? You're into Rugrats. And she'll say, well, by the way, I, my new, my favorite color isn't pink anymore. I moved to black and blue and mm-hmm. white cool and but we ha- because we have these conversations to just not make them have to stick to who we want them to be and desirable right. what do you think about this how do you feel and you know start asking them questions because they changed too what well, she liked if it's it's six didn't even make it to seven right she just, <laughs> she switched the game up on me so imagine if you still have a teenager And you're still trying to treat them like they're seven. You don't know what all they went through, what emotional tolls they went through, where they are in their head, because we don't ask questions and we don't take them seriously. You ain't depressed, you better get in there and press them dishes. Well, he might be depressed. While he pressing them dishes, you might need to have a conversation and see where he is in the mental space because teenagers deal with a whole lot real quick, especially social media and comparison for them too. So parents, I encourage you to have conversations with your children, and talk about stuff see where they hit it it's gonna be weird at first it's gonna be awkward but there are these uh there are these conversation starter cards mm-hmm. you can amazon them but they're called conversation starters and you have conversation starters for relationships but you also have some for your children so if you don't know what to say you pick out the stack on the deck and then you, you start the conversation with it So I encourage y'all
0: to look them up. Conversation starters. I agree with that too. And another thing you could do if you are uncomfortable talking to your kids about certain subjects, watch something on TV with them and ask them, okay, how, how do you feel about that? How would you have handled this situation? Oh, you know, let them tell you, oh, I don't like that. Or I think that that was wrong. Or I think that that was right. Or what they agree with. I think that that's a good conversation starter. I don't think that enough of us sit down and actually enjoy time with our kids like let's go play a board game let's go do game night let's do movie night or whatever the case may be whatever your kids like if your kids like to go outside let's go to the park let's go take a walk let's go um and garden together let's go shopping together whatever it is that they like and get them to open up and bring stuff to you our kids are very boisterous they're gonna tell you i don't like that i'm not wearing this i don't want to do this or whatever and we let them because i want them to be themselves i don't want them to be into a shell and they feel like i gotta get away from my mom and my daddy so i can actually be myself i want you to be yourself in front of me and when i'm not looking that that goes back to ethics and character
1: Right. And listen, I I made the mistake of trying to figure out why my nephew, like, young boy. um, (laughs) I walked away. First of all, I ain't know nothing he was saying. And I had to stop and ask questions. My nephew thought it was comical. What you listening to? Let me listen. Why Mm -hmm. did I do that? But you know what I did realize, if nothing else, if you have a child, listen to what they're listening to. Because nine times out of ten, they're going to sleep with this in their ears. Mm -hmm. If your child says that they love young boy, no shot to the fella. You know, I think he has accomplished a lot at his young age, but a lot of his music, especially now, he's expressing his pain and where he is. Mm-hmm. As, and his songs what he's talking about being suicidal. He, he's talking a lot about depression and he's angry a lot. Mm-hmm. So if that's what your children are listening to with their ears all the time, pay attention to their body, their body movement, how they're behaving. Because right now, young boy hurt. He hurt. He feel yeah. lost. He in a whole lot of pain, and he put it in his music like he's supposed to creatively. Mm-hmm. But we just need to be mindful of what our children All are consuming, especially, every day. especially if you sick. a lot of the kids that's telling me they're depressed. Oh, their favorite person is young boy. And there's no shot to his creativity. But right now, he's using his art and his pain, like most rappers do, to express this in their music. And if that's all they're listening to, I guarantee you, watch their behavior and dynamics change. They need to take a little break. It's a break to take a little break from young boy. When you wake up in the morning, find somebody else. Right. I tell my neighbor, my nieces that all the time. You're going to start your day with a little Jesus. We're going to close our ears with a little Jesus so that you can sleep peacefully and your attitude can be better so I don't have to jack you up.
0: Great. Absolutely. Because guess what? Nothing against young boy. I like trap music myself. Anybody that's on here that ever heard me speak already know it's no in between with me. It's gospel. It's trap music. I like a little r and You can throw it in there. But at the same time, I'm, I'm a trap person. But it was refreshing to wake up this morning and hear my daughter listening to gospel on her own. And I'm like you you see what i mean it's, it's refreshing to hear something different from a 15 year old it's refreshing to hear, to throw something else in the mix like we listen to Afrobeats too now and i feel like it's I like more beat it's more um it's more positive it's, it's not right. all of the different cursing and, and all the different lyrics that you hear and if they all know. curse it, we don't
1: know it because we don't know what they say <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to speak that.
0: It just sound happy. (laughs) It sound happy. It just make you want to dance and move. Make you want to dance. That's it. Okay, so if
1: you... Okay, so I'm I'm a gospel rapper. Um trap so i like gospel rap i can't really listen to a lot of secular rap because I, I i can't consume a lot of uh cursing i can't consume it mm-hmm. right when i was in middle school i realized that i can curse real good i did <laughs> and my mama noticed because i testified about this so things that i realized i was good at without warning i knew that the enemy would use that against me so i'm very cautious about what i put in my ears as far as cursing But um, I got some gospel trap that your kids y'all ain't gonna know the difference. I'ma send it to you. I'ma tell you, Hmm. Reconcile is one of my favorites. He one of them dudes that was like really, really, really in the hood and got (laughs) saved, and he's still in the hood, but he love the Lord. I love him so much. So, (laughs) but put you on some gospel trap. Okay, send it to me.
0: Send it to me. I'ma slide it in. You know, put it on the playlist. (laughs) You riding to school or we going to practice? I'ma slide it in. (laughs) All right, tell us about August 14th. What you have coming up?
1: All right, so August the 14th, I'm having a worship night in Baton Rouge at my church. How you going to outreach church? Go to org. That's the church website. It gives you all the information about me and my parents and what we do. But August the 14th at 7 p.m., that's the Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Doors open at 645. I'll have Todd Galbraith, okay, Uh, Todd Galbraith will be there. Y'all got to look him up. Y'all sing his songs and probably don't realize you sing sing his songs. But if you go on my page, look on my Instagram, it's mostly him playing in the background. So not only do I have Todd Galbraith, I don't know. Arthur Clayton is from New New Orleans. And um, he'll be in there. He's doing praise and worship. Then I have a Young married couple, Kenry and Kiara, they're going to be doing um, singing too. So it's a night of worship. It's not really a concert. It's a night of worship about just taking our times and bringing everything to God and looking up to God. It's a lot going on in this world, and we just need to relax. We need to shed some tears. We need to breathe. You can holler if you need to. But we need this moment to just remember whose we are, that we are God's. He cares about us. He loves us. And so we're setting an atmosphere for you to be able to do this, that. You can bring your children, your little boo, babe, husband. Don't bring them all at one time when you got more than one. Deliver, okay? I want no mess. I got security, okay?
0: I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. All right, so tell us what motivates you, like outside of ministry, what motivates you?
1: What motivates me, honestly, is seeing people grow. That has always been my thing. Being able to see people grow from who they are to where to where they can become. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a I was a kindergarten teacher before I turned to be the campus pastor. I've been a campus pastor for five years, so I've been at the school for twelve years. So for the first seven, I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and the amazing thing that I love for kid coming in not knowing maybe how to hold a pencil or spell their name but by the time they leave my classroom you can see their growth i love Mm -hmm. to see people grow i love to see what motivates me is seeing people open up like open up um not just trust me but trust the process of you were able to open up to me you may have talked about something but you're getting healed right Right. and you're becoming a better you that's my motivation i just like to see people growing and being better like that's it. I just whatever better is for you. I want to see you do that, and whatever. I'm the person. Like you don't want to call me, Nurse Derrick. I just saw you get on here. <laughs> you don't want to call me and tell me you have a dream for anything because I'm gonna put you on the. I'm gonna put you on the investment plan, and we gonna. I'm gonna push you to be your best self,
0: and that's my motivation. It is. Listen, that's so interesting because my, my friend actually texted me and my other friend in a group message today and she was like y'all guess what it was like a light bulb because we always dropping each other light bulb messages like look this on my mind i gotta say it right now i don't care what time it is you can read it in the morning if it's too late <laughs> or whatever but it's a light bulb moment and she was like i just figured out what drika's calling is so i was like mm, what is what is drika's calling to you so she told me it's is how you help other people grow into their purpose. And I say, hmm. And I find myself always saying, my goal is to help you reach your goal. So it was just interesting to hear that that's your motivation. Because that motivates me too. Like, seeing somebody come to me and they're scared or they're discouraged. Or they like, I don't know if I want to even do taxes no more. I don't know what I want to do with my business. I have an idea. I don't know how to get started. Or whatever the case may be. Whatever, they, whatever issue they come to me with. And I'm like... Like bulb i gotta i got a problem i mean i gotta solve a solution to this problem let's 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 finish it out or uh, whatever your goal is by the end of the day we shouldn't be talking about this again we talking about solutions now we solution we solution and goal oriented not just keep on saying okay i want to do this all right when you gonna start because the the time the clock is ticking i just told you we're not gonna keep talking about the same thing over and over and over again the next time you come to me or come encounter with me we should be talking about how you got started on what your goal is that's what we should be talking about not just keep on saying oh i want to do this or oh, i want to start a business or oh, i want to get business credit or oh, i want to get a building for my business Okay, what are you doing? I want to be on the stage. Okay, so what are you doing to prepare yourself to get on the stage? Are you taking speech classes? Are you putting yourself out there? Are you actually showing up on the social media? This is the easy part. People be this scared to show up part. on social media. If you're scared to show up on social media, you're going to be scared to show up in person.
1: Yeah, I can't book you.
0: No, I'm not gonna be <laughs> I'm not. Man, I'm, not, gonna I'm be not booking you. I'm not. <laughs> it's not even an option because you're scared to show up on social media and you just behind the camera you in control of the camera i even tell my tech professionals when i'm teaching them i say y'all you behind the computer so you're the expert until you show me that you're not the expert i say so the person that's sitting on the other side of that computer is your client or your customer they don't know that you don't know what you're doing if you don't know what you're doing but you behind is this you got the world wide web in your hands right yeah use it to your advantage okay you just asked me a question Mm -hmm, yeah i'm listening let me google. I'm, what I'm you Googling do it. <laughs> Let me email my mentor and say, hey, what do you know about this? Blah, 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 911. Whatever I need to know in this moment to help me, I'm gonna talk to you and get through whatever we're talking about, and then I'm gonna go figure it out. And I'm gonna come back to you and say, Oh hey, I got another solution or I got another answer to elaborate on what we talked about earlier. I think you should do it this way. But you're the expert and showing up as an expert is your confidence. First of all, if you can't show up confidently behind the screen, you ain't going to be able to show up on the stage and say, hey, it's me. I'm Drake. I'm the guru.
1: Yeah. And the one thing that I tell you for somebody that's like us is that we have to be reminded. God showed me this. Mm -hmm. We have to be reminded because most of the time that means we're very empathetic people. Mm -hmm that the older saints would say i can take bring the horse to water but i can't make them drink mm-hmm. we have to remember that we're not the god we are the <laughs> yes. motivators so what you're
0: saying right now i'm not going to off, but i'm definitely going to let you finish but i'm already hearing what you're about to say, and is i want to help you if you want to help yourself but it's right. not my responsibility. It's not
1: your responsibility. We have to motivate them, but we can't make them. And you know what? I think the make the, make us come from when we were younger. um Even when it comes to friendship, right? What they told us: go make friends, mm-hmm. right? They made us do a lot of stuff to go make them. Mm-hmm. Well, share your stuff. She wants. She selfish. Well, give her your toy. What you right. did? You made them not that you know you made them and Mm. a lot of times we when we we realize we came from a foundation that we think we can make people do stuff i can make them love me i can make them like me and when you get delivered from the make me mentality that you can't make you can suggest and you can motivate but i can't make you the desire has to be in you and if you have the desire and if you take the one step i'm gonna take two I'm for you, you but i learned now that i can't take five steps and you still on step you ain't even get nowhere <laughs> near the step right because yes. i don't do that i'll be like running in slow motion trying to see if you're gonna catch up and i realize you slowing me down because you, i was yes. i wanted people to win so bad yes. right yes. but i realized i can't want it more than you
0: yes you teach i hope right i hope, I and, hope y'all learn you yeah. she teaching but definitely that's it i always say it and my friend one of my best friends up here right now she yelling and I know she like, man, this is really how Dricka is. Because I'm always telling them, like, what we doing? Like, we're not about to keep talking about this. I like to get stuff done. I like to be on to the next thing. I'm already thinking about 2023. I'm already thinking about what 2024 is going to look like. Not saying that I'm not enjoying the moment right now, but I'm already preparing. Like, you cannot sit up here and keep on saying, I'm praying for this. I'm fasting for this. I'm working on this. And then you're not prepared for it when it happens. You're not prepared for the shift. You're not prepared for the takeoff. You're not prepared for nothing you just ready to okay i want this to happen or i'm manifesting this and you writing down these affirmations so you typing these affirmations on facebook and instagram and all these other places but you're not even really believing it for yourself
1: at all. It just look good. You go, to, you go. it's the top of the year. Y'all got vision parties. What, did anything leave your vision board, though? Like, I, I don't want to go to another vision board party. Right. right. I want to go to the type of vision board party where we write down stuff on and the list. January, what we doing? How we coming out the gate? Who exactly. we meeting with? Did you make this phone call? Don't cut out no more pictures. Because y'all <laughs> just been looking at that same vision board since 2017. Don't you cut a, another picture. <laughs> don't you cut another picture. Don't share
0: the vision the board but it's not down my life vision board Paul. <laughs> look,
1: but make the list. I think we need to switch it up, right? Because yes. so many people they die with their vision board. They, they die with it. They die with it. So we need to go from all the not making the vision board and cutting the pictures out to making the list. Because when you make the list, you're also making the steps mm-hmm. and you're coming up with a plan. He said, write the vision and make your plan. He ain't say cut the <laughs> pictures out and look at it for three years right i'm with you throw them magazines away let's let's stop because you already have it in your head and the reason you didn't get to it is because you ain't make the list and you ain't stick to the plan and it's not that you're incapable it's not that it's impossible Mm -hmm. you just got distracted and that's it's cool you fell off now get up and let's get let's get to the money and the money all the time is not just the physical tangible money but let's get to the success let's get to the dream let's get to the win you know you've been saying that you was gonna do better by him and get rid of him it's we five babies in he ain't getting better (laughs) we gotta make the step right i'm being honest we gotta make the step he he ain't getting better he ain't leaving the trap alone you got to do what's best for you and your children. Like, we, we just got to be honest with that and realize yep. potential on, Potential only distraction always. If all you have is the potential, and if all he has is the potential, he's going to forever be a distraction. Because mm. you can't feed nobody with potential. But mm. you can with a plan and with progress. Make the plan. Make the progress. Throw them pictures out. Hmm. Let's go.
0: I agree. Write the vision down. Make it plain. Somebody said and Somebody said Bring the last one. Let me see what you accomplished. Okay, yes. Bring. The- let's let's check it off. If we're doing a vision board, let's bring the last. Let's one bring the old one. Let's I like check it. off. I like that. I really do like that. Bring the last vision board that you did. Whether it was digital, whether it was a poster board, whether it was on paper, bring it in and let's check off what you already accomplished so that you can either make bigger goals. Like you talked about the goals in the beginning too, and you was like, mm-hmm. you know, y'all y'all making the goals and the goals make you stagnant because you making a goal too big right you don't have to you can't go from room. a house
1: you can't go from a house to section eight now it's possible with a plan but they're gonna need some payment history they're gonna look at your debt to income ratio mm-hmm. they're gonna look at your bank you account you can't lane. buy now my house with a time card you need a chase you gotta you gotta we can, yeah they're they not gonna use your cash app card you gotta get a bank account first let's there start there, right you gotta we call. got the goal at the end of the year
0: you I'm moving come. from my
1: cash-out card, even though they can't put my taxes on my cash-out card. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get a bank account this time, right? I'm a, I'm a and I'm going to open deep. up a bank account because at the end of the day, I'm trying to show them that I got a good payment history and they can trust me with some money. Because if they, if they can't see you paying $10, $20, $80, they're not about to get you 250000 hmm. for this mansion you put on this vision So we just got to make tangibles, things we can see so we can see that we can accomplish stuff and stop letting this Internet make us, you know, you can dream. You can dream outside of your means. You can. Mm -hmm. But you also need to make sure that the steps that you're taking are leading you towards it. So so we just got to be realistic. And I think, you know, social media creates such a fantasy that our reality never adds up. And it's not because it can't. But we're not just being realistic with where we are because we want to show off.
0: Don't show off for nobody but Uh yourself. Don't show off. Don't don't show off. I'm trying to show off and boast and brag. I like that one. I like that one. For sure. And to add to the vision board thing also. When you do go to vision board parties or even every day, for for me, I feel like every day you're surrounded by a vision board party. Because you don't know what people see any eyes because your vision is completely different from my vision so we could look at the same thing we could see the same red light or whatever but it's still gonna look different to you it's still gonna be like all right a red light is probably three minutes it's about to be time to go i can take my foot off the gas and me i'm trying to look both ways so it's still gonna be different on every angle but i think that but each vision we need to keep our eyes on our own people i think that's our essential. own paper. i don't think everybody does that i think when we go to these vision parties and we so excited to collaborate with people and it's like oh what you cut out your magazine let me see oh do they have another one of them no this is my no, vision this is mine no get your you need own to get vision. another magazine that's different that's why when you go to them there's all different magazines there's nobody going to grab the same stack of magazines and give them out to everybody no this is my vision you come up with your vision. If you don't have it on there, write it in. If you don't have a picture right. of it or you can't see it right now, write it in. The picture, of the vision is going to come later. Right. And
1: I think so too. You, you hit the nail on the head. Look at your own paper. We're so busy looking at everybody else's paper that we're not realizing that we have not taken our own tests. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're looking at everybody else's paper. We don't know what we can do and what we can accomplish ourselves because we're looking at what they what they were able to do. Mm-hmm. And we're missing the opportunity to see what we can do for ourselves. It only takes that one phone call. You want to get to school? Okay, call them today. The le- My daddy always told me, the least they can say is no. Yeah, But you will never even get a no if you don't ask hmm it's always never until you ask Yep, it can't become no or yes if you don't ask and so you want to get in school all right call call make the phone call see what they're doing google it email it i don't know if my fafsa gonna go through listen let me tell you how i got in school it was the pandemic they were saying they put a freeze on everything i told god all right you really want me to go to school um then when i the first school i look up you're gonna make it happen so hmm. i looked up the first school i said if you really want this to happen when i fill out this application it's gonna have a fee when i open my account that's how much it is i kid you not it was the exact amount down to the cents of how much you needed all right i was worried about financial aid if this on you because i see it's on you then you you're gonna come through on it because this is what you want financial aid said oh we good you good and got in there and we cleared you for the whole, we cleared you for the whole duration of how long it takes to achieve it. Mm-hmm. All right. This is what you want. And the entire process was one of those things. I was just walking out on faith because so many grad schools had already denied me and told me no. Mm-hmm. That this one school that I never even heard of just so happened to press Google. I called them and this was the perfect school for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And everything that they needed, I already had it.
0: Right. You have and to the stuff that the other nothing. schools was
1: looking for, they say we weren't even looking for that. Right. We, we just need to know you had a degree I mean you, you was right here we don't care if you wasn't cum laude cause I graduated thank you lord and I was cool with it, cause my daddy told me listen my daddy say they don't put your GPA on that on that diploma they don't they I don't. wasn't that low y'all don't try to do me that I wasn't that low but I wasn't, I wasn't at the top either so I ain't gonna stunt on it I wasn't at the top either right but I got right. the degree though. gotta so, keep it real I, and I stepped out so some of us just need to make the steps I'm looking at their paper and see what you can do with your own paper <laughs>
0: She said she graduated. Thank you, Lord. I I
1: did. Thank the Lord. We are done. It's the first in the family. I I didn't even have
0: college nowhere in the books in my mind. I didn't even think my parents wasn't like pressing me to go to college. It was like one of those things where the people came to the school and next thing you know I signed up and I was like, Okay, I'm going to college. Whatever. Went to college. You know, did what I had to do and, and got through. I, I don't even remember what my, my GPA and all that was. I made it. That's what I, mean. I, I did. I made it. it. <laughs> That's what matters. I made it out. They gave me the paper. I got, I got my paper. I got them letters. And ain't no GPA on there. That's it. <laughs> and when you apply for the job, they don't ask you your GPA. They, they just don't. want to know where it came from. Where that degree
1: from? Did you go to school? <laughs> Some college.
0: Do you have a degree? Some college. Did you finish college? That's all they need. That
1: GPA
0: is for the birds. stressing is. me out for of nothing. That's it. That's it. All right. So, this was very much fun. So, let the people know how to get in contact with you, how to follow you. All
1: right. You follow me, Pastor Dominique, on Instagram. It's Dominique S. Washington. Do Monique. Dominique S. Washington on Facebook. The church website, teamhire.org. My website is under construction, but it's pastordominique.com. And so, um, you know, you want the merch. There's actually my merch website is actually should be a link in my bio on on instagram should be a link in my bio but it's royal t-shirt dot store royal store so if you need me if you need me for anything listen except don't come in my, don't come in my dms with the foolishness because i will leave you on red or delete so don't come with the foolishness okay um i'm single but i ain't really searching so don't come with the foolishness okay um, <laughs> I'm waiting to be found. There's a difference. We can talk about that next time. I know, time. that's okay. right. So we're going to have a part two. You Y'all want.
0: heard it, right? She already said we're having a part two. So if you enjoyed we it. We're having
1: a part two. Look you out The me I got you. I got you. I promise. Whatever you doing, I got you. All right? Yes, so you can, you can DM, me, DM me if you need prayer. If you're looking for a church home, you can come check us out. I'm the same way in church that I am right here. You know, I'm going to give you the word. It's going to be solid. Um, but, you know, drink not to find me.
0: She is, she is, y'all. I heard her preach before, and when I say you, she had everybody in there crying. And it, was, it wasn't it was even one of them sad, like, oh my god, I'm crying. It wasn't even one of them. It was really upbeat how she is right now today. So if you're looking for a pastor, if you're looking for a, spe- a speaker, Pastor Dominique is it's, right. It's me up. Hit me up. I'm good for it. <laughs> Thank you so much, and you have a great night. And of course, I'll send.